Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. Erev Rosh Chodesh, Yom Chevron. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. He says nobody finds themselves in a situation. You put yourself in a situation. And if you put yourself in that situation, you can put yourself in another situation. That moment changed my life. It's the most daring, moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory, of a mission to uphold. Mm, And you're essential to this story, a letter in its sacred scroll. And it's not just allegory, when you embrace your place and role. Never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letter shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate, and we're searching back with love and care. And it's never, ever too late. Any truth, anywhere. Every soul's a holy letter, every family word, a community, a sentence. Each voice, it must be heard. And to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again. And be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. You never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letter shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and care. I know it's never, never, any Jew, any Jew, anywhere. Hey! He said to himself, if the Nazis search out every Jew in hate, we will search out every Jew in love. There's a home we must build together. To heal a fractured world The dignity of difference We must treasure In our deeds And in our words Live with faith in our future Be the leader you were born to be And the day will come much sooner When we'll all 
ever find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letter shine onto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Because we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and
Don't we go up to Jerusalem, oh, up to Jerusalem, yeah, up to Jerusalem with me, yeah. Now when you had your fill, 
of that craziness. Why don't you hop a plane, sing along, sing along.
JM in the AM. Good morning. Everyone's talking about our Yom Yerushalayim special yesterday. Everybody's talking about it. It's amazing. I'm very happy about it. It was a uh, wonderful way to celebrate the 54th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. And now uh, we go back to the reality of 54 years later. Uh, those of us who are in the diaspora, we are paying careful attention. Those of us who are in Israel, living in the Holy Land, having uh, roots in the Holy Land or having established their own roots after coming from the diaspora to the Holy Land, they are going through the situation right now. Uh, in Ashkelon, they're being bombarded. Hamas is... Uh, quite serious about this rocket offensive. That's quite clear. And the defense ministry, Benny Gantz, has approved the call-up of 5,000 reservists as the IDF is preparing for a large-scale offensive in Gaza as rocket attacks continue in the south. IDF Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Kochavi also ordered the reinforcement of the Gaza Division with infantry and armored brigades along with the continued redeployment of intelligence and air units. He also ordered the continued striking of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad weapons and storage sites, as well as the expanding of the strikes to other targets, including operatives of the terror groups. The IDF struck over 130 targets throughout Gaza overnight Monday, as southern Israel has been bombarded by over 250 rockets since Monday afternoon. At least 31 Israeli civilians are injured. Uh, the IDF carried out waves of airstrikes against terror targets in an operation they call Guardians of the Wall. In retaliation to the rocket fire, the terror group said came as part of an operation called Sword of Jerusalem. So again, the IDF's operation, Guardians of the Wall. Tuesday about noontime, that's today, Tuesday at noon, Palestinians said the IDF struck an apartment in an eight-story building in the Rimal neighborhood in Gaza, killing two senior Palestinian Islamic Jihad commanders and fatally wounding the brother of Baha Abu al-Atta, who was killed in a targeted IDF operation in 2019. Hamas's Al-Qassam brigades confirmed the report, saying the IAF struck while operatives were meeting to, quote, raise readiness and repel the aggression. Shortly after, a number of barrages of rockets were fired toward Ashdod and Ashkelon, with three residential buildings hit directly by rockets, leading to light injuries. Hamas took responsibility, stating that Al-Qassam brigades directed the largest missile strike so far on the occupied cities of Ashdod and Ashkelon in response to the enemy's continued targeting of houses and resistance men, and the next is greater, God willing. Targets by overnight by Israel included the home of Hamas Battalion Commander in a multi-story building, the organization's military intelligence headquarters, munition manufacturing sites, military complexes belonging to Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, as well as two offensive tunnels that were close to the border fence. The strikes also killed 15 Hamas terrorists. The IDF announced on Tuesday that it struck an anti-tank cell in the Gaza Strip. So um, in the span of a few days after this uh, court decision regarding the uh, housing situation in Yerushalayim, the riots began in Yerushalayim. Yom Yerushalayim obviously was affected in Jerusalem uh, to a great degree yesterday. And now here we are 
in a situation where our brothers and sisters are being bombarded by rockets, including some that were aimed at Jerusalem yesterday. And uh, we are we are praying for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land as the enemy is stepping things up. And we pray that Israel will have the, uh, the firepower, the will, the stamina to destroy and deter the enemy. Tuesday morning on this May 11th, the 29th of ER, today is Yom Chevron, the day that follows Yom Yerushalayim. 54 years ago today, the um, recapture of the city of Chevron. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan. We'll start saying Yalav Yavo tonight. It is a one-day Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Wednesday, one-day Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Today is day number 44 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 44, that's six weeks and two days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Also, today is Yom Kippur Katan, and today uh, many uh, rabbis and uh, rabbinic organizations have called on people uh, to concentrate on prayer, to concentrate on uh, the situation in Israel, uh, to do things that would be appropriate um, uh, spiritually for the safety of our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. So we encourage that, of course. Whether you are fasting today on Yom Kippur Katan, when you're whether you're participating in special tefillot, special prayers today on Yom Kippur Katan, or if you're just concentrating further on uh, what you would normally say and do uh, on a day like today, whatever the case may be, uh, let's have our brothers and sisters in mind on this era of Rosh Chodesh. 51 degrees, 63% humidity, winds in northwest at 3 miles per hour, partly cloudy with a high of 66 tonight, partly cloudy, low 45. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high of 67 degrees. You shall line right now at 81. We're at 51 in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, you heard Jesse Green, Shades of Hipsh, Up to Jerusalem, done by Gershon Veroba. Yidl had a Nenu. Figured we'd play that with Yom Kippur Cutting in mind. Zela Zeh with Michal Przanski. The Chevra had Yossisu. It's never too late. Brand new from Ruvi New. He'll join us later to discuss that single here at JM in the AM. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning and happy Yom Chevron. And our brothers and sisters in Israel are in our thoughts. Everybody continue to pray. Step up the Tehillim today. We're actually going to speak to Rabbanit Rifka Segal, Mrs. Rifki Siegel in Israel, who wrote the book Living Tehillim. And a uh, little bit of a coincidence, we scheduled the interview not knowing that our brothers and sisters would be going through this situation, but I think we'll get a positive word from her, certainly, about the power of Tehillim and living Tehillim. As we uh, say to Hillam, uh, many of us, many of our minyanim, many of our gatherings are saying to Hillam with the situation in Israel in mind, of course. Uh, later on in this program, uh, Ruvi knew in the 8 o'clock hour, as I mentioned. And uh, we do have a travel schedule for Thursday. Let me go through this so you know what's going to be happening Thursday on the air. Thursday is always a big day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And this week's really no exception. Uh, at 11, excuse me, at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, at 6 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Thursday, we'll be broadcasting from Congregation Eitzchayim in Livingston, New Jersey. In addition to it being a prominent synagogue in, a, in an ever-growing, beautiful neighborhood of Livingston, New Jersey, under the leadership of Rabbi Klibanoff, in addition to all that, they are very involved, both the rabbi and the uh, membership, very involved in Israel causes and certainly they are turning their attention to Israel this week 
uh, as you can imagine, like any uh, synagogue that um, devotes time to things that happen outside their own synagogue would, uh, Israel obviously being the priority in that uh, in that situation. So uh, Rabbi Klibanoff and his uh, presidium and his membership will have a chance to speak with many of them this coming Thursday as we visit Livingston, New Jersey. Like I said, very prominent and ever-growing community. I have certain, I actually have some roots there in Livingston because when I was growing up in the Oranges uh, after we moved out of Newark, uh, spent a lot of time in Livingston, New Jersey. So we will um, we will be there revisiting or coming back <laughs> to one of the old neighborhoods this coming Thursday morning. After that, we are traveling down to Lakewood, New Jersey. Lakewood is now the home of some remarkable eateries. Lakewood is now the home of some really <laughs> destination restaurants. I think that's the way to put it. I mean, you know how people uh, have found destination locations when it comes to kosher food in places like Brooklyn and the Five Towns and now Muncie and and uh, and, and Westchester? Well, now Lakewood is a destination location, and we're going to be doing the live lunch at 11 a.m. on uh, Thursday from Deluxe Bistro. That's D-L-U-X, Deluxe Bistro on Madison Avenue in Lakewood. Feel free to come on by to say hi. Uh, certainly tune in. You'll hear all about it. Uh, Lawrence Margolin, who's the man in charge over at Deluxe Bistro, where they have an American and Asian cuisine, is very proud of the menu and the beautiful uh, beautiful uh, restaurant that they've set up and established down there on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, New Jersey. So Thursday's an interesting day. We travel to Livingston. We'll be with Congregation 8's Chaim in the morning. Then for an 11 a.m. live lunch, we'll be at Deluxe Bistro, D-L-U-X, Deluxe Bistro, uh, down on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, New Jersey, starting at 11 a.m. Tune in. We'll talk food. And uh, I'll tell you, another topic we'll be discussing is, is again, how Lakewood has become a a culinary destination. I never in a million years thought that would happen. First of all, they, I mean, there are a lot of places they thought it would never happen, but it's, it's happening practically everywhere. Really interesting. Anyway, so we'll do that um, Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, tomorrow, speaking of inspiration and leaving the food topic for a moment, tomorrow on uh, this program, Rabbi Yechiel Spiro, who's out with a brand new book. Um, Yeah, I really do want to get back to the music for everybody, but there's so much to tell you. Uh, Rabbi Yechiel Spiro, who's out with a brand new book, which is entitled The Prayer of Protection. He actually has a book on Yoshev Beseser. He has a book on Yoshev Beseser, and it's called The Prayer of Protection. Tehillim Tzadi Aleph. Tehillim Psalms 91. And Rabbi Spiro has a book. He also has a book, by the way, that came out a couple of months ago, To Light a Spark. Maybe we'll get a word in about that as well. He's joining us in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow here at uh, JM in the AM. Again, he's with us in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow here at JMM. Also tomorrow, we get to speak to Habita Chonistim. There you go. Habita Chonistim in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll explain all of that uh, either later on or tomorrow here at JMM. Yeah, Israeli security is foremost on our minds this week. Habita Chonistim scheduled for tomorrow here at JMM. On Rosh Chodesh.
Yeah. Anyway, so that's the schedule for the week. We got a break coming up because uh, Sunday is Erev Shavuos. Monday and Tuesday were off the air. So we're trying to fit in as much as possible this week. We're trying to squeeze it all in and certainly squeeze in some prayers on this Erev Rosh Chodesh, on this Yom Chevron for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. Please do. Please do. JM in the AM. More coming up. This is from Eitan Katz at JM in the AM.
Darling,
J.M. in the A.M. Eilecha, Yosef Chaim. You heard Ari Boyenju's Ana Hashem. Yifrach, done by Eitan Katz. Tuesday morning on the Sarah Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow, we say Yavo and Halo. Well, actually, starting tonight for Yavo. It is Yom Chevron. It's day 44 in the counting of the Omer. Six weeks and two days. You forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Our brothers and sisters are in our thoughts in Israel, as uh, the rockets are falling and the Israeli Defense Forces are trying their best to deter and destroy the enemy. Please, God. Yom Kippur Katan, special day of prayer. Keep our brothers and sisters in mind. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tehillim later on. Coincidentally, uh, Rabbanit Rivka Segal uh, was invited to speak with us before Shavuos, which we're going to do today, and uh, her whole concept or her whole topic is living to Hillam and we'll have an opportunity to speak to her. She's in Yom Yush- she's in Yom Yushalayim. She's in Yushalayim, so we'll have a chance to speak to her from the holy city which did get attacked yesterday. And of course Israel continues to be attacked today. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web and Alchem Siegel.com and the Alchem Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. 
Thursday at 6 a.m., we'll do a three-hour JM in the a.m. from Congregation 8 Chaim in Livingston, New Jersey. Rabbi Klibanoff, the Presidium and membership of the synagogue have invited us, and we will be there to see and experience the ever-growing prominent community of Livingston, New Jersey, this coming Thursday between 6 and 9 a.m. Then it's down to Lakewood for a live lunch. Details coming up. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMDM. Yerushalayim HaShah 2, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. מתקפת טילים על ישראל, עשרות שיגורים מרצועת עזה, פגיעה ישירה באולפנה באשקלון ללא נפגעים. באשדוד פגיעה ישירה בדירה, שניים נפצעו בינוני ושלושה קל. מזירת האירוע באשקלון מצטרף אלינו כתבנו יובל שגב. שלום יובל, ממש ברגעים אלה עוד פעם מתח לאשקלון. כן, אז ממש לפני חצי דקה שוב צבע אדום באשקלון, ואתם מצטרפים אלינו באחת הזירות הטריות ביותר בעיר. שני רכבים כאן שנפגעו פגיעה ישירה, כוחות של מגן דוד אדום וכיבוי אש נמצאים כאן, עדיין לא ברור, לא ברור האם היו נפגעים, אבל שני רכבים כאן שעולים באש נפגעו בצורה משמעותית. מוקדם יותר, לפני כחצי שעה, פגיעה ישירה בבית באשדוד עם שני פצועים במצב בינוני, כמו כן עוד זירת נפילה באשקלון. פגיעה באולפנה שלשמחתנו הייתה ריקה בגלל סגירת מערכת החינוך היום מסתיים שם ללא נפגעים אבל עם נזק רב לרכוש אנחנו ממשיכים להיות מדווחים כאן על עוד איזושהי זירה נעדכן כמובן בהמשך השידורים של גלי צה"ל אבל מסכים כבדים על אשקלון שמובילים לצערנו גם במספר זירות של פגיעת רקטות עד כאן רן יובל שגב תודה רבה תשמור על עצמך שם ורד בן משה תושבת אשדוד שהייתה סמוך למקום הנפילה שוחחה עם ילדן הרגשנו שהכל רעד, הרגשנו נפילה, ואז אנחנו כמה דקות יצאנו החוצה, ראינו עשן מהווילה. יש לי מחסן שמעלה יש שתי קומות, אז אני די מוגנת. ובשעה זו צה"ל ממשיך לתקוף ברצועת עזה, איתנו כתבנו רמי שני, שלום רמי. שלום ערן, מספר הפגיעות בערים, מדובר על שמונה פגיעות שיש באשקלון ושתיים באשדוד. יש למעלה מ-20, כ-25 נפגעים שפונו למרכזים הרפואיים אסותא וברזילי. רובם קל, חלקם הגדול סובל מחרדה. באשר לתקיפות צה"ל, בשעות אלו צה"ל מרכז כוחות ופוגע בתשתיות שמהן שוגרו הרקטות. אנחנו יכולים לראות מדי פעם את השיגורים של הטילים, של המסוקים, שמכוונים לעבר אותן מטרות ופוגעים בהן כאשר נשמע פיצוץ חזק מאוד. רמי שני, תודה רבה לך. כתבנו לענייני ערבים, ג'קי חוגי מעדכן שהזרוע הצבאית של חמאס התייחסה למתקפת הטילים ומסרה הירי לעבר אשקלון ואשדוד הוא הגדול ביותר עד כה בתגובה לתקיפת בתי מגורים, העיקר עוד לפנינו, כך ארגון הטרור חמאס. ניסיון פיגוע ללא נפגעים בצומת חתמר שומרון שבכניסה לשכם. מחבלת ניסתה לדקור מספר ישראלים באירוע. רבש"צ אזרחי שהיה במקום ניטרל את המחבלת ללא ירי. האירוע הסתיים ללא נפגעים, ידיעה שמסר כתבנו שחר גליק. מזג האוויר, טמפרטורות ירדו מעט, בפנים הארץ יוסיף להיות מעט חם מהרגיל בעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Can you remember happy days and where have they gone? Life goes by so fast, nothing seems to last. People feel the squeeze is on, it's really a shame. Can you hear the thunder? Do you feel the pain? So many tragedies, disasters, so insane. Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel Understanding and respecting each other Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt What can we do that will help bring Mashiach? Unite ourselves with Abbas Yisroel Understanding and respecting each other Our Mikdash will then be rebuilt Oh Mashiach, how we want you now
when hearing the latest in real estate. It's hard knock, it's really tough to have Carbona. It's a fight both day and night, but think how it would be if each of us would find the inner strength to pray as we should. Voices blending and ascending, heavens open, such a cry.
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning. We want to be in Yerushalayim is right. We also want to uh, keep in mind our brothers and sisters in Yerushalayim and in so many other parts of Israel, including, and maybe especially, I should say, Ashdod and Ashkelon, who as we speak right now on a uh, Tuesday morning in New York and a Tuesday afternoon in Israel, they are being bombarded by the enemy. Let us hope that the uh, IDF and the IAF has the firepower and the help from above necessary to deter and destroy the enemy. We'll talk a little bit about Tehillim later on in this era of Rosh Chodesh. Um, Mrs. Rifke Siegel, the author of Living Tehillim, is going to join us. It's day 44 in the counting of the Omer on this Yom Chevron. It's era of Rosh Chodesh. Tonight we say Yalav Yavo. Rosh Chodesh is a one-day Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Rosh Chodesh Sivan. The holiday of Shavu is fast approaching. Ruvi New is going to join us in the uh, second hour, I should say the third hour this morning. Talk about his brand new song, a tribute to Rabbi Sachs. Um, Thursday is a big day for us at the Nahum Siegel Network. We're visiting Livingston, New Jersey, our JM and the AM show, this show, from Congregation A Time in Livingston, Rabbi Klibanoff, his presidium, his membership, welcoming us to a, uh, a very prominent and ever-growing Jewish community out in Livingston, New Jersey. So we'll be there Thursday morning. Thursday at 11 a.m., we're scheduled to be with Lawrence Margolin and his staff at the Deluxe Bistro down in Lakewood, New Jersey. Lakewood now has a destina- destination dining. <laughs> I never thought we'd say that. Uh, Lakewood has destination dining in Deluxe Bistro. D-L-U-X Bistro is, um, is in fact, destination dining. We'll be there. 11 until 1 for the live lunch this coming uh, Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. That will be a real live, live lunch, yeah, as most of those live lunches are. I think most of our live lunches are live, probably 93% of them. Um, Avrami's hosting a live lunch today, 11 until 1. Make sure to join him. Avrami hosts a live lunch from Israel today. He'll He may even tell you about being with his family in the safe room yesterday in Beit Shemesh. 
not easy what our brothers and sisters go through in Israel uh, when the enemy decides to uh, target the Holy Land. Not easy. Uh, tomorrow, Rabbi Yechiel Spiro will join us. The Prayer of Protection is the brand new book, The Soul and Stories of Yoshev Beseser. When you order it at artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO. When you order anything new or anything at artscroll.com, always use promo code RADIO. Basically, that's the whole story. Go to artscroll.com, always use promo code RADIO. Simple as that. Our friends at Partners in Torah are looking for partners, mentors who would like to help uh, both men and women, men helping the men, women helping the women, learn more about our tradition and heritage. If you'd like to be a partner and uh, undertake something that will not only be an hour well spent, but will inspire you as well as the holiday of Shavuos approaches, uh, call 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number four and then the number two, or partnersintorah.org, again, partnersintorah.org. Feel free to comment on the app. Uh, a listener, Moshe, reminds us that today's Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan, the Shlaha Kodesh HaKadosh, has a special tefillah to be said today for children, chinuch, etc. Search it, folks. It's there. It's, it seems to be everywhere. Um, and uh, in Passaic, New Jersey today, it's election day for mayor and city council. Polls open till 8 p.m. in, uh, in um, Passaic, New Jersey. So keep that in mind. Passaic, New Jersey, you've got a big election going on for mayor and city council, and that goes until um, 8 p.m. tonight. And I thank those of you who leave comments like that on the app. They're very helpful, by the way. A lot of good information. Thank you for that. Um, also, a lot of unbelievable reaction to yesterday's Yom Yushalayim special. If you haven't heard it yet, you should go back and listen. And a big, big thank you to Mayor Weingarten. Made our Yom Yushalayim special extra special yesterday, especially the last hour. If you missed all the additional pieces from 1967 that Mayor discovered, you have to tune in. You have to listen to the archive. An incredible Yom Yushalayim special. And again, the third hour was just remarkable. Um... It is hard for me, and yesterday as I was in a mincha service that actually said Tachanun, which was very disturbing, frankly, uh, it is hard for me to understand how everybody in the Jewish world does not recognize the miracle of the 28th of ER. Very, very hard for me to understand that. Go listen to that hour and then think about what that day means in modern Jewish history and how we should be reacting to it and how should we, we should be thanking God for it. Every day, but especially on Chavchet ER. Did I say, uh, yeah, Chavchet ER. Thought I had the wrong month there for a second. Because I keep looking at this uh, information page that says Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Because so, <laughs> today is Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Anyway, that's what I have to say on that topic. And uh, I hope people begin to realize and tell their children, grandchildren, and students and congregants just how unbelievable a miracle the city of Jerusalem being reunified is. More coming up, JM in the AM. Tfilas Hashla, Yaakov Shweki, JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. J.M. in the A.M., there it is. V'yizku, done by Shlemy Kaufman. Tfilas Hashla, a tfilah that said today on Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan with uh, Yaakov Shweki here at J.M. the A.M. Yom Kippur Katan, it's Yom Chevron, it's Erev Rosh Chodesh, it's day 44 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman, kosher hot dog sausage, and deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets. Nationwide, try A and H today. Their products are amazing. And if you're like me, that half of your shvuas meals are meat meals, you need some great treats from A and H. Yeah, you can't avoid it. Even a dairy holiday, you end up needing stuff from A and H because it's not completely dairy. <laughs> what a revelation on my part, I must say. <laughs> JM and the AM, we are praying for our brothers and sisters in Israel, especially Ashdod and Ashkelon in that area of the country. They are being bombarded by the enemy, and we pray that the one above helps the uh, IDF and the IAF deter and destroy the enemy. Simple as that. Meanwhile, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the parsha, Vayivkod also Moshe al pi Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu counted them based on the word of Hashem. What does this mean, based on the word of Hashem? Rashi HaKadosh tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, how am I supposed to go into every person's tent in order to count them? Hashem told Moshe, you do yours and I'll do mine. We learn that Moshe Rabbeinu stood outside the opening of the tent while the Shekhinah preceded him, and the Baskol told him the exact count of the people. Rav Mordechai Liyohu asks, if Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to count the people, in fact, it really was beyond his ability, so why didn't Hashem just tell him the number of people to begin with? Why did he have to go out to each tent? The answer is that Hashem wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to have the merit of counting the people. Therefore, he personally had to do everything in his power to do so. Once he did, Hashem took care of the rest. We say in Tehillim, Hashem yigmor ba'adi, Hashem will complete it for me. Once Moshe Rabbeinu put in the effort to come close to the tent, Hashem did his part. It is told that were 10 great Talmidei Chachomim, they were traveling from Iraq to Eretz Yisrael. At one point, however, one of the Talmidei Chachomim became ill. He had to remain behind in one of the towns to recuperate. The other nine continued on their journey. When it was time for Mincha, some of the Chachomim felt that since there were only nine of them, there was no other yin around in the desert, they would have to daven without a minion, b'yechidus. However, there was one tzaddik named Tzadka Hutzin. He said, wait. We have to at least try to daven with a minion. We have to do our part, and Hashem will do His. In the middle of the desert, he began to shout, Minion, 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 looking for another yid to join a minion. 
A few minutes later, they saw a figure approaching from afar. It seemed to be that someone was answering their call. However, when he started to come closer, they saw that the person looked like an Arab with a long sword in his hand. They were afraid that this was perhaps a thief that was coming to rob them. As he approached, one asked the other, Hadadidan, Olodidan, is he on our side or is he not on our side? The one that was approaching said, Didan, Didan, I'm on your side, I'm on your side. They were shocked to hear the answer. He said, I am Jewish. I had no idea that I would ever find a minion in the middle of the desert. As it says in Tehillim, Hashem Yigmar Ba'adi, Hashem will complete it for me. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. on this day 44 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. It's Yom Kippur Katan. It is Erev Rosh Chodesh. It's actually a special day of prayer, not just because Yom Kippur Katan and Erev Rosh Chodesh are often designated as a special day for spiritual growth through prayer and fasting. But in addition to that, a lot of rabbis have asked specifically that we increase our uh, prayers, our saying of Tehillim, our good deeds with our brothers and sisters in Israel in mind. Uh, yesterday, it seems a good portion of the country was under fire. Now we are very concerned about our brothers and sisters in the Ashdod Ashkelon area and, of course, any city and town that's close to the Gaza Strip as the enemy continues to bombard Israel with rockets. And uh, we pray that with the help of the one above, the IDF and the IAF will be able to deter and destroy the enemy. So far, it looks like they're doing quite a job at that, but we uh, we certainly worry about all those who have to carry out these missions and all those innocent people that are in harm's way. Uh, we speak about Tehillim. We speak about spiritually connecting. And coincidentally, I would say, we had scheduled Mrs. Rifka Siegel, who is the author of A Living Tehillim, um, for our show because... Um, uh, Shvuis, the yard site of David Amelach, right, who primarily is the primary author of Tehillim. I think I'm being accurate on that. I'll, I'll ask uh, Mrs. Siegel in a moment. Um, his yard site is, of course, on Shvuis, so we figured we'd get a conversation about Tehillim. Uh, we did not realize when we scheduled this uh, just how important a conversation this would be, as uh, everybody around the world is increasing the saying of Tehillim, both in private and public settings right now with our brothers and sisters in Israel in mind. Living Tehillim Volume 1 is chapters 1 through 30 of Tehillim. The newer book is Living Tehillim Volume 4. Mrs. Siegel actually released Volume 4 before 2, 3, or 5 uh, because uh, it, it was in such high demand because of the chapters 90 through 118 that contain the uh, majority, if not all, of the Mizmorim, of the chapters of Tehillim that we say in Hallel, right, tomorrow, Hallel, Kabbalah Shabbos that we say Friday night, Baruch Inafshi, we say that tomorrow, Mizmor Latoda, which is, of course, something we say on weekdays, and much, much more. So uh, those of you out there who want to uh, explore Tehillim in a very deep and meaningful fashion, uh, you can go to livingtehillim.com. There are two L's, by the way, Li- not, not at the beginning, living has one L, but living Tehillim. There are two L's in Tehillim, livingtehillim.com. All the books now before Shavuos are at a 20% discount with promo code radio. And again, the most recent one is the one that deals with Kabbalah, Shabbos, Hallel, etc. 
Living to Hillem, volume number four. Uh, Mrs. Rifka Siegel, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hi, how are you, Nachum? Baruch Hashem. Well, uh, you know, all of us in the diaspora, obviously those of you in Israel even more so, I get that, um, are paying careful attention to the news, are very concerned about our brothers and sisters everywhere in Israel, but especially in the regions I mentioned, near the Gaza Strip, Ashkelon, which has been bombarded, Ashdod, etc. Why is it in situations like this, Mrs. Siegel, that our go-to is to say to Hillam? Well, first of all, I just want to begin that in all situations we should be saying to Hillam every single day. And the truth is, you do say to Hillam every single day as part of Shacharis. There's so many in the Suke de Zimra of Shacharis, and it's something that we have to always say so that they're at the tip of our tongues all the time. However, sometimes we intensify during these times of of desperate need and and challenge. And and the reason that we go to Hillam, there's number one. The actual words themselves do do you bring Yeshuas, bring all kinds of salvations. I can't talk about that because I don't understand how that works. But what I can talk about a little bit is how when we say Tehillim, it's not just about saying words that doesn't matter what we we're saying. The idea of the Tehillim that we say is to inspire us. In fact, if you look at a lot of the Tehillim, they're not even addressed to Hashem. It's addressed to us, and we're talking to ourselves to strengthen ourselves. And at this time of challenge in Kal Yisrael, what we need to do is work on ourselves to strengthen ourselves and our strengthening of ourselves, our becoming better people, our becoming kinder people, brings energies, kohot, strengths into the world that Hashem uses to bring good to wherever it is. And this is really what Shavuos is about. Hashem gave us the crowns. Hashem gave us the responsibility to take care of the world. And how can I here in, in Yerushalayim take care of the people in Ashdod and Ashkelon? What can I do? I can work on myself and become a better person myself. And really, I think that that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what Hashem wants from all of us during times of challenge, to, to look at the challenge and then see what can I do actually to help the challenge. If I can fight, if I'm a pilot, obviously I can go and, and work, at the, you know, work at the Air Force. Right. But if I'm not, I need to work on myself, and that will create a tremendous amount of change in the world. And really that is what Tehillim gives us the ability to do. Mrs. Rifka Siegel is with us from Jerusalem. If you go to livingtohillam.com, you can actually join her classes, which have become more and more popular as people discover that you can go to a class from hundreds or thousands of miles away, uh, or even a mile away, and you'll see the brand new book, volume number four. Why did why did you? I mean, look, I understand the popularity of the Mizmorim, the the chapters of Tehillim that we say on Shabbos, and you know the more common ones that we'll say tomorrow in Hallel that we say tomorrow with Baruch Nafshi. I get all that, but was that was that simply the reason that this was? Uh, the the second Tehillim book that you publish is there anything um, is there anything deeper or higher about this group of Tehillim that you felt was really important to get it out there to the public? This group of Tehillim that are included in Volume Four are very well known, and the concept of living Tehillim, I think, is best expressed on Tehillim that you're already familiar with, mm. that you say all the time, and now to take it to the next step, and that's really the reason why we publish Volume Four before we publish. 31 to 62, or the others that are not as popular. You know, it's funny, because even yesterday when I was part of a minion that, for obvious reasons, was saying Tehillim, we were so concerned about what's going on 
in Israel. I, I, I do feel, and I can't imagine I'm, I'm the only one, I think you just confirmed it, I do feel that the Tehillim chapters that I'm more familiar with, I am able to concentrate better and able to really you know, beg God for the messages or for the uh, uh, the different themes that, that are in those Tehillim. The ones I'm less familiar with is, is more difficult for me to get into. So the, the solution to that, Nachum, is to <laughs> learn more, more and more Tehillim so that yeah. you become familiar with all 150 of them. And then it, it provides so many new ideas and opportunities and, and vehicles and tools that you can use to work on yourself, and you can pick the right one for you at whatever specific time your situation you're going through. But you're right. It, it yeah. is the Tehillim that we say more in Tzila, that we that we should take the next step since we say it anyway. Right. Now let's go deeper and understand what we're saying. I'm only, so I want to just say I'm only laughing because when I, yeah, I have friends who say the entire Sefer of Tehillim every single day. And, and and you could usually tell how experienced they are at it by how long it takes them. So if, if one of them tells me that it takes him two hours, he's probably doing it for about a year or so, then I have friends who are able to complete it in 90 minutes or so, and you know that they really have those words of Tehillim, every chapter of Tehillim, on their lips. So it's, it's a goal worth achieving, as you just indicated. I interrupted you. Go ahead. But I wanted to, to say two things. Number sure. one is that people should find for themselves those psukim and tehillim that really speak to them. And it's not something that I could tell anyone or I could suggest or that you could suggest for someone else. It's really something that you find yourself. And everyone at moments gets this spark of excitement, of meaning, when they're reading a certain psukim and saying, wow, I can't believe it's talking to me right now. And then by the time they finish tehillim, they forgot that spark that they had a few minutes ago. But when you have that spark, take a sticky note or fold down the page or do something so that you can go back to that pasuk, because that is your pasuk. Write it on, your, on a page and put it on your refrigerator or wherever, wherever you'll see it on a frequent basis, so that this becomes your pasuk. And when times of challenge or when times of joy and you just want to say the right thing, lahavdil, not to compare this to what's going on in social media, but it's like your meme. And don't we want a meme from Dovra Melech and yeah. a meme from a local uh, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, we, a, a political analyst or whatever it is. <laughs> this, these are memes that a Kaddish Baruch Hu or that David HaMelech has given us, and we should find those that speak to us, and they can always change and evolve. Yeah. But uh, if, if we have a few psukim of Tehillim on our lips that we can say wherever we are, it really makes a difference in your day, and it really makes a difference in the world. No question about it. In fact, when I give my tefillah speech in shuls or schools or, or whatever the case may be, I always do recommend certain things because there are certain psukim and ash- not all of Ashray speaks to me, but there are four or five psukim and Ashray that I just find to be, you know, so wonderful in helping me connect to the one above. And and those are the four or five that I would post on my refrigerator, as you just suggested, uh, that I find very meaningful. And I think that, you know, those who have followed me uh, when it comes to this topic, uh, you know, I, I think they've gotten it. I, maybe they're not using the same psukim. You're right. They can create their own or create their own connection. Uh, but I think that there's some psukim we say on a regular basis, even in something like Ashray, which we say three times a day, without even you know dedicating ourselves to saying the you know extra prakim of Tehillim. Uh, there's certain psukim, certain passages that are really meaningful and very helpful in terms of connecting to the one above. You mentioned David Amelach. Uh, I think we've discussed this before in terms of his authorship and his connection uh, to the to the soul through the music and the um, and the uh, spirit of of Tehillim. Of Psalms, his yard site, of course, is coming up next week on the holiday of Shavuos. I mean, 
What a schus. I know this is an unusual approach when we talk about his authorship, but what what an incredible schus that 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 literally the the book that most connects us, and I think people can really say that most connects us to ourselves and the one above, you know, he's essentially responsible for what was it as we talk about his life and his passing his yard site what was it about him that gave him the ability to create these meaningful passages that give us this connection well first of all he he did it himself he did it with his mother's inspiration it's not that he was born with a and we spoke about this last time it wasn't that he was born that Hashem gave him an ability to sing or Hashem gave him you know, extra wise brain, and therefore he was able to come to this. He struggled. He he was determined through with, through whatever he's going through in life, and he went through every challenge that anyone could ever imagine. David, in some way, experienced, and he was determined to bring Hashem into his life and to strengthen himself through the challenges, and to come closer to God through every challenge and every joy and every triumph and every failure that he experienced. He was going to use it as an opportunity to bring him closer to God. And the Gemara tells us that's not something you're born with. It's, it's something that you choose. Hakolbi de Shamayim. God gives you all these different talents and abilities. Chutz miyirat Shamayim, except for your ability to bring Hashem and to, to see God in every aspect of your life. That is something that you have to work on. And that's what David did from his early childhood as he was a shepherd until he died. And that's, that's what David HaMelech gave us, an ability that every single one of us can have. It's not something that we have to bore, be born in a certain family or a certain situation. Wherever we are, we can use the situation to strengthen ourselves, to strengthen our connection with God, to strengthen our connection with others, and to become the best people that we can be. And that's really what David HaMelech taught us and shows us, and that's what each Tehillim is about. And that's why we love Tehillim so much, because it helps me, it helps you become the best that you can be. Yeah, no question about it. And it also serves as a uh, as a tremendous way to, to move on. If something negative has happened in one's life, it, it, it has an ability to energize one, to give one a positive outlook, a refreshed outlook, a uh, you know clean slate type of thing, which is... Uh, you know, so helpful to people when they're trying to move on from difficult episodes, etc. Um, when people when people join your class, the Living Tillum class, are you doing one chapter each class? Are you doing one sentence each class? How does it work? Each class, what we're doing now is we're working on Tehillim that are connected to the months, the Hebrew months, mm. and to that it's not officially connected, but connected to the themes of the month, the holiday of the month. And each week we do a different Tehillim, and we explore it together and use it to help us strengthen us at this time, whatever time it may be, whether it's Erev Pesach, right before Pesach, or right before Shavuos, or, or before Lagba Omer, or whatever we're going through in this time period, we find the Tehillim that can best speak to us. And again, it's my choice, because any Tehillim can right. best speak to you if that's what speaks to you at the moment. Well, I hope uh, I hope you're working on Volume Five because after what I told you about Ashrei, one forty-five through one fifty <laughs> through one fifty are six very important chapters to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope so too. We'll work on it. What? What is? I want to just end with one with one pasuk that I think brings us back to our beginning discussion. Sure. And it's also was just Yom Yerushalayim yesterday. There's a pasuk in one twenty-two in Kufchaf Beis 
that we all know. How happy I was when, when I was told that I'm coming to the Beit HaMikdash. But at the end it, it says, Sha'alu Shlom Yerushalayim. Davin for the peace of Yerushalayim. And the Malbim explains it as follows. He says, don't read it, Sha'alu Shlom Yerushalayim, like Davin for Yerushalayim. Rather, Sha'alu Shlom Yerushalayim. Do you want peace in Yerushalayim? Yishlayu Ohavayach. It's dependent on those who love you whether there will be peace in Yerushalayim. And when I say Yerushalayim, the Zohar explains Yerushalayim is not just the actual city of Yerushalayim, but the entire Eretz Yisrael. And the idea that the Malvin is saying is, if don't just daven for Yerushalayim. You want peace. It depends on how you are peaceful within yourselves, wherever you may be in the world. If there's shalom in your community, if there's peace in your family, if there's peace within yourself, that is what's going to bring peace in Yerushalayim. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And boy, at a time that we really need unity in so many ways, it's so important to keep that in mind. Instead of holding things up over, over people's heads, we need to learn how to let things roll off our back and move on and be very forgiving immediately. And that is probably one of the keys to peace. Um, by the way, yesterday on Yom Yerushalayim, listener Devorah in Israel told us that her girls had just returned from school and they decorated tambourines for Yom Yerushalayim. And on one side of the tambourine, they printed Perak 122. So, and we ah. had, and we had a chance to discuss it in depth with Mayor yesterday. So, yes, that chapter of Tehillim very. If there has to be a Yom Yerushalayim chapter, that would be it, right? So, I, well, can I add one more sure. thing to that chapter? Since you all know it now on, online sure. on the air, is that there's a pasuk that I live every single day, and that's Omdo Tayu Raglenu Bisharayach Yerushalayim. That David Hamelach, King David, was was envisioning this incredible city of Yerushalayim that no one could imagine because it would be so packed with people that there'd be so much traffic that you couldn't move. And today, we you know we're still waiting for the the building of the Beit Hamikdash, but we're close there because every single day I am living Omdo Tayuraglenu Bisharayach Yerushalayim. Wherever you go in Jerusalem, you stand in traffic and beeping, and everyone wants to move ahead. And I think I am living David Hamelach's King David's dream. Every time I'm just sitting there, waiting to get to where I have to go. What about? So what, we should live all of King David's dreams very, very soon. What about Memches when you're when you're looking at Yefenov Misos Kolharetz? Are you? What do you think when you see the view of Yerushalayim? I think that also. I thank David Hamelach. I thank David Hamelach every day. I look out my window, I see the string bridge. I'm looking at it right now. And the string bridge represents the harp of David HaMelech. Wow. I, I'm so lucky. I get to, like, literally, can you imagine that David would ever imagine coming into the, into the city of Jerusalem? There's a model of his kinar, of his, of his harp. Pretty amazing. So, yes, we're very lucky to be here, and we're lucky to have the Psukim and Tehillim that really inspire us to be so excited to be here also. The uh, website is livingtehillim.com. In the word Tehillim, there are two L's, livingtehillim.com. Mrs. Rifka Siegel is responsible not only for the two books, Volume 1, Chapters 1 through 30, and the more recent one, Volume 4, Chapters 90 through 118, which includes all of Hallel, Kabbalah, Shabbos, etc., but in addition to ordering the books, which you could do at a 20% discount with promo code RADIO, remember, you want to go to livingtohillam.com, always use promo code RADIO for your 20% discount right now. Uh, in addition, there's information there about joining classes, 
uh, that she's giving to people around the world and uh, sponsorship opportunities as um, as she continues to teach Tehillim and inspire people with Tehillim. And let us hope and pray that our Tehillim, that we're stepping up today, today's Erev Rosh Chodesh, today is uh, the day of Tfilas Ashla, today is the... Uh, is Yom Chevron. Today is Yom Kippur Katan. Today is a day that we either fast or increase our tefillot and the saying of Tehillim uh, d- during times like these. And uh, today is a day that we just try to concentrate on what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through and certainly step up both privately and publicly the saying of Tehillim, the saying of Psalms. Uh, let us hope that uh, as we do all this today, that it increases the safety and security for our brothers and sisters and in Israel. And Mrs. Rifka Siegel, I take this opportunity to wish you a very happy Shavuos and uh, stay safe along with all of our other brothers and sisters in Israel, please. You too. Have a good Yantif to you and your family. And Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim, Davin for us. 100%. LivingTehillim.com. There are two L's in Tehillim. Use your uh, promo code radio for your 20% discount on any of the books. And my thanks. To Mrs. Rifka Siegel, who was scheduled to join us before Shavuos with the theme of Tehillim and David HaMelech. But boy, this message of Tehillim and the saying of Tehillim and being inspired and bettered by Tehillim has never been more important. As we pray for the IDF, the IAF, government officials, obviously with the help of the one above, to deter and destroy the enemy as necessary as they continue to try to injure and and kill our brothers and sisters in Ashkelon, Ashdod, and many other cities in Israel. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Toy voice, a hush, a big 
J.M. in the A.M. Wrapping up hour number two with No Dolacha done by Leiva Nefesh. Erevers Chodesh Sivan, day 44 in the counting of the Omer. Remember, this coming Thursday is a big travel day for us here at the Nachum Single Network. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now that we can't travel to Israel, <laughs> if we're going to Livingston, it's considered a big travel day. But it is a big travel day for us because we get to uh, do a show from one of the nicest and ever-growing Jewish communities uh, in the uh, tri-state area, in the New York City, 
New Jersey area. We'll be in Livingston, New Jersey this coming Thursday between 6 and 9 a.m. for JM and the AM. As we broadcast from Congregation 8 Chaim under the leadership of Rabbi Klibanoff, uh, he and his presidium and his uh, membership are welcoming us to Livingston, New Jersey, as I said, a prominent and ever-growing community. Um, and we'll be checking it out for three hours with very, very special guests. We have a, an amazing lineup. Uh, great guests coming up um, uh, this coming Thursday. So make sure to join us, everybody, between 6 and 9 a.m. And um, uh, that'll happen this coming Thursday morning. On Thursday, uh, later in the morning, we're going to be heading to Lakewood, New Jersey. Lakewood now has some destination uh, restaurants, which is unbelievable. Nothing against Lakewood. I just never thought they'd get to that point where they have destination restaurants. Uh, we're going to be at Deluxe Bistro, D-L-U-X, Deluxe Bistro. You can go to deluxebistro.com. They're an American and Asian cuisine restaurant. They are on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, and we will be there uh, 11 until 1. Uh, come join us. Tune in. Um, Mr. Lawrence Margolin is our host, and we're looking forward to being there this coming Thursday between 11 and 1 o'clock. So. That's our big day. Lots of travel this coming Thursday. Coming up at the Nachum Siegel Network. Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Today is Yom Chevron. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the Nachum Siegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. My apologies to listener Nachum. I do apologize to him. Uh, he had asked that we dedicate... Um, morning Chizuk, or my Goldwasser's segment uh, this morning, uh, to the memory of Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef. Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef, I apologize for neglecting to do so, and I, I do want to thank you very much for your donation to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Uh, we will dedicate this morning's show to Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef. Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef, um, whose neshama should have an aliyah. And in addition to all the Torah that we have on this morning's show, including our discussion about Tehillim and Rabbi Goldwasser's conversation about um, in morning Chizuk, in addition all the uh, Shirei Tefillah that we are doing for these three hours should be dedicated to Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef. Today is Yom Chevron. Today is Yom Chevron. And um, Yom Chevron as I remind you, is a a day that's, um, that lives in the shadow. That would be a good way of putting it. Lives in the shadow of Yom Yerushalayim. Um, the day after Yom Yerushalayim, it was time to recapture the holy city of Hebron. And uh, following the liberation of the of Harabayit and the Kotala Maravi, Rav Gorin, who we spoke about at length yesterday, and we always do on Yom Yushalayim, he made his way to Marata Machpelah, the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs. Remember, that tomb had been totally off-limits to Jews for 700 years. Imagine the context. 700 years a Jew would not be able to go to the Ma'ara 
My father, who you may recall, lived in Hebron for half a year at the age of 12, maybe even more than half a year, um, spoke with me, I've mentioned this on the air, spoke with me about the closest that one could get to the Mara and Davin. The seven steps, as they were referred to. So it was totally off, off limits to off limit to Jews for 700 years. This, the first Jewish possession, the first Jewish city in Israel, second in sanctity only to the Temple Mount, was finally back in Jewish hands. Rav Goren ran up the western staircase, and he found the doors closed and locked. Unable to open them, he shot at the doors with his Uzi submachine gun. The doors remained locked. He backed his Jeep up the stairs, attached chains to the Jeep and the doors, and proceeded to pull them down. At last inside, he began to pray, thanking God for the miracles that had happened. The Mufti of Hebron sent a messenger wanting to surrender. Rav Gorin sent him away, saying, This place, Maratha Machbilah, is a place of prayer and peace. Surrender elsewhere, which is what happened. Rav Gorin later explained, I have the rank of general. Why should I give them the honor to surrender to a general? Let them surrender to a lower-ranking officer, which also happened. Recall, however, that when the rabbi left in, in his jeep from uh, Gush Etzion, his goal was to catch up with the army. Where were they? He leaves Gush Etzion. He's trying to catch up with the army, figuring he'll see them in advance of him. What he didn't realize was that the IDF was unaware that Hebron's Arabs were about to surrender. They had made their way to the western side of Gush Etzion to prepare the attack. They had also sent a contingent to enter the city from another direction because they expected war. They expected a battle. In other words, as the people in Hebron often say, Rav Goren liberated Hebron for the Jewish people single-handedly. Today's Yom Hebron, 54 years, if you've had the privilege of praying in Maratha Machpelah, of seeing the growth, expansion, the contribution of Jews in the diaspora to the growth and expansion of Hebron, celebrate today and certainly acknowledge it on this Chavtet Iyar, the 29th of Iyar, Erevosh Chodesh Sivan, Yom Chevron. Shilano le dore dore 
מאז לעד ולתמיד לנצח נצח
with Son of David done by Isaac Bitone Chevron before that thank you to listener Morris for his comment on the app about our Yom Chevron uh, segment Chevron done by Mordechai Ben David before that Chevron done by Deddy here at JMN Tuesday on this Yom Chevron Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan it's day 44 in the counting of the Omer that's 6 weeks and 2 days you forgot to count last night make sure to do so sometime today on this Erev Rosh Chodesh uh, one day Rosh Chodesh, we'll start saying Yalav Yavo tonight. The one day Rosh Chodesh, of course, will be tomorrow. Getting closer and closer to the holiday of Shavuos. We will be... Um, we will be off the air Monday and Tuesday for the holiday of Shavuos. Next week, back, of course, on uh, Wednesday morning. Oh, yes. So uh, Monday, Tuesday, off for the holiday. Our friends at uh, ShopEichlers.com have their mega Shas sale. The Arts Girl Shas, the Ozva Hadar Shas, Chumashim sets, including Merkros, Gadola, Shulchan Aruch, Tour, all uh, available now at a special 10% discount until the 14th of May. Go to ShopEichlers.com again until the 14th of May. 10% off on all those uh, sets and their big Mega Shah sale. Remember that our friends at uh, shopbyclothes.com 
have same-day service to Borough Park, same-day delivery, I should say, to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Take advantage of their amazing service. Order what you need and take advantage of the Mega Shoss sale now at uh, shopeichlers.com. On this Yom Chevron. Thursday, we are broadcasting JM in the AM from Livingston, New Jersey. We'll be at Congregation 8's Chaim with Rabbi Klibanoff and company this coming Thursday between 6 and 9 in the ever-growing, prominent Livingston community. Congregation 8's Chaim is where we are, 6 till 9. Then 11 o'clock Thursday, we'll be doing a live, live lunch at Deluxe Bistro on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, New Jersey. Come on in and stop by. Destination Dining in Lakewood. Could you imagine? Pretty amazing. Deluxe Bistro, D-L-U-X Bistro, DeluxeBistro.com for information. That's all happening Thursday right here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. Here's Miami at JM in the AM. the AM Yalaviavo actually a request on the app and words that we start saying tonight because Rosh Chodesh Sivan begins tonight it'll be a one day Rosh Chodesh Wednesday as we get closer and closer to the amazing holiday of Shavuos so that's uh, Yalaviavo from Miami here at JM in the AM what we've been telling you over the last couple of days, that Rabbi Ruvi knew, who's down in Florida, has a brand new single. 
And the brand new single is uh, not just a Jewish music story that he's out with a brand new single. He's obviously very talented. We have featured him on this program and this network uh, many times before. Uh, But in addition to the fact that um, it's a brand new single and obviously it, it fits into the Jewish music category, he has dedicated this song to the memory of someone we admired and continue to admire greatly, and that's uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, um, who passed away just a few months ago. So this is done in memory of Rabbi Sachs. We're going to play. Uh, usually, I would do the interview and then play the song, but I think in the context of what he's done here, meaning Ruby New, I think it's better for everybody to hear the song. Then we'll talk about it. I'm sure he'll give us some explanation, some context, and then we'll hear it again as uh, we'll conclude our conversation. So it's brand new, and from what I am told, we actually are doing the official world debut right now, the world premiere. Uh, Ruby New, the brand new song, is entitled It's Never Too Late. It's a song he does with Shlomo Simcha. It is dedicated to the memory of um, Lord Rabbi Jonathan Sachs for you. Best place for brand new Jewish music, JM in the AM. He says nobody finds themselves in a situation. You put yourself in a situation. And if you put yourself in that situation, you can put yourself in another situation. That moment changed my life. It's the most daring, moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory. Of a mission to uphold Mm, And you're essential to this story A letter in its sacred scroll And it's not just allegory When you embrace your place and role You never find yourself in a situation That you cannot undo So let your letter shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate. And we're searching back with love and care. And it's never, ever too late for any Jew anywhere. Souls a holy letter, every family word, a community a sentence, each voice it must be heard. And to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again, and be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. And you know, you never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo so let your letter shine unto the nations be proud to be a Jew cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and care I know it's never, never, never too late for any Jew, any Jew He said to himself, if the Nazis search out every Jew in hate, we will search out every Jew in love.
There's a home we must build together to heal a fractured world. The dignity of difference we must treasure in our deeds and in our words. Live with faith in our future. Be the leader you were born to be. And the day will come much sooner when we'll all live in Never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letter shine onto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Because we've been hunted down in senseless hate. And we're searching back with love and Jam the AM official world premiere of It's Never Too Late, Ruby News, Shlomo Simcha, a song dedicated to the memory of a Lord by Jonathan Sachs. Ruby New, a pleasure to welcome you. Oh, there we go. Ruby New, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Uh, it's amazing to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. A pleasure. Uh, why a song in tribute to Rabbi Sachs? I guess uh, I would I would frame it first as uh, a form of Hakor Satov. Um, me and you and uh, I think many of your listeners are all have great beneficiaries and continue to be yep. of Rabbi Sachs' wisdom. I think it's, it's incredible, prescient, that uh, he wrote a whole year's worth of articles on the parish. I'm sure you're aware that it's released yep. this week. And actually the, the, the providence of some of those articles and how they relate to actually what's going on right now is, um, is, is often striking. So part of this is Akkor uh, Satay is, is for the incredible, the wisdom the particular um, the texture that that he brings to you know to Torah scholarship, the way that he blends it with very universal themes, is very unique, uh, very enlightening, very empowering. And so, you know, part of that, uh, part of part of the, the, the genesis and the impetus is uh, is that. And so, in the lyrics, I tried to pack in a lot of major themes that he wrote about. I took a lot of his book titles. Yeah. In, in addition, I have to add. In addition to all that, and and it's a, it's, they're all wonderful reasons, frankly. In addition, um, you you knew when Rabbi Sachs opened his mouth, he would represent the Jewish people well. There was a comfort in the way he represented us, the way that he, um, the way that he was viewed by everybody, Jew and Gentile alike, and there was a certain uh, greatness to that, frankly. Uh, that needs to be acknowledged as well. Are, are all the, are all the pieces of him speaking from the uh, from the Kinnis Ashluchim when he spoke at the uh, at the Lubavitch annual gathering, or is that from a a different uh, public setting? Yeah, both of those are from the same speech, and I, I would say that's the other impetus behind the song. I mean, uh, anyone who was there, myself included, will remember that speech forever. It was it was electrifying. It was um, he, he shared his own personal, you know, story and journey, 
and life mission, and it's something that every shliach um, identified with, identifies with, you know, very, very much. And uh, the words that he spoke, um, you know, continue to resonate, um, I know, for myself and for many of my colleagues. And um, so we sort of framed the song with, I think, two of the most powerful. I mean, when he speaks, it's poetry. So, I mean, you can just pretty much um, take any, <laughs> any phrase that he says, and there's so much beauty in there. But... I took, you know, a couple of one of the most memorable lines of that speech and, and framed a song around that. You know, I, I watched that speech live. Uh, I was mm-hmm. home watching it on the computer. I will never forget watching him. Remember, we're talking about somebody who has spoken in front of the Queen of England probably countless times, ha- had addressed a massive audiences of all types, friend and foe alike, over many, many decades. But the awesomeness of the event, it, it, it almost, I don't know if you felt the same way in the first few minutes of his presentation. You could see how the awesomeness of the event enveloped him and the respect and the reverence that he had for the gathering that night of tens of thousands of Hasidim of the Rebbe. And, of course, he considered himself one of them. Maybe I'm using the word Hasidim, you know, uh, a, a little bit more uh, liberally uh, when I discuss his, um, uh, the, the mentorship that the Rebbe had with him. Uh, but I, I don't know if you felt that way, but he just exhibited the incredible feeling uh, of that night and how special it was. And then he went on to deliver one of the most amazing and inspiring speeches ever. I have to ask you about the two quotes. Um, you don't find your... I, I'm assuming he was quoting the Rebbe and his encounter with the Rebbe. I'm assuming. You'll tell me if I'm wrong. You don't find yourself in situations you put yourself in situations. Why was that poignant? Why was that important to you to include? Well, the context of it was that he he was telling the Rebbe about that he quote he said I, I come to the situation I find myself he was a student at uh, Oxford right and you know sort of preoccupied with his studies and, and so on and and what the Rebbe was asking him about Jewish life and how active he is and he just wasn't thinking that way and so his response was well you know this is the situation I find myself in. And he said, the Rebbe uncharacteristically um, cut him off and said, you know, you don't find yourself in a situation, you put yourself in a situation. Now, um, I, the, the reason I think that that's so powerful is, is this, um, and, and the distinction has to be made between environment and circumstance and a situation. We don't, we don't always control the environment that we're in, we don't always control the circumstance. But the situation it means the way that we deal with it, our perception right. um, of the circumstance. And it's, it's a, I think it's an incredibly empowering message to know that, you, that a person does not need to be or should not be a, a passive, um, sort of passive about, okay, well, this is the circumstance, this is what it is, and, and uh, I just have to go with that. Now, you can, you can take control of the situation. You can control to the best of your ability the circumstance, you know, that you're in. And that's a powerful message for challenging times where we can feel like we have the ball in our hands as to how we move forward um, through a, a challenging situation. Mm. Uh, Ruvi New is with us. Rabbi Ruvi New is down in Florida. He and Shlomo Simcha are responsible for the brand-new selection, It's Never Too Late, dedicated to the memory of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Uh, and then there is a quote, and I, I'm not quoting exactly because I wasn't writing quickly enough, but 
the enemy searches out um, a Jew in hate. We have to search out each and every Jew in love. Tell me about that one. Yeah, so uh, um, he said that, this. you know, he thought to himself how to sort of frame um, the Rebbe's leadership and, and, uh, and uh, agenda, if you will. And he said... Well, he must have, you know, thought to himself, or the Rebbe said to himself, he said, you know, we've been hunted down in in hate. And, you right. know, the Rebbe's leadership started informally in 1950, just right. five years on the heels of the Holocaust, and mm-hmm. the ashes were still smoldering. Right. And Hitler and Machshima, as we know, indiscriminately sought every single Jew, um, religious, secular, makes, made, made absolutely no difference. To him, a Jew was a Jew. And so he was saying, sort of the Rebbe like was re- reversing that, and and um, and if he hunted us down in, in hatred, he said the Rebbe made it his life mission to search out every single Jew, even in the farthest reaches of the world, with love. So when when he's saying a line like that in a room of five thousand people, thirty five hundred shluchim, and many of them are many of them are living that they're on the front lines of, of, of remote places as we know where the, the places where Shluchim are the farthest reaches of Africa Asia wherever it might be yeah. um, it was just it was just incredibly incredibly powerful line and, and and I know it's a line that inspires a lot of my uh, fellow Shluchim amazing Rabbi Ruvi knew as well excuse the question I just don't know the answer did you know Rabbi Sachs. I actually um, have met him personally. I, he, he, you know, I'm. Uh, by the way, I'm a, I'm a native Australian, so I'm mm. sort of, you know, under the uh, dominion the, the, of the Commonwealth. You're in the Commonwealth, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's been to Australia a number of times. He was actually brought there by my uh, by my brother-in-law, um, Rabbi Also Goodney. Brought him a few times to Australia. Um, I met him, and he, he knew my parents, and um, and then he came to Boca Raton um, three years ago. Mm. I would say um, that his his speech here in Boca Raton was the single most unifying and inspiring gathering of the Boca Raton Jewish community wow. that uh, any of us have, have, have ever witnessed. It was just a night to remember, and we had the opportunity to uh, interact then. So yeah, there's a, there's a personal connection there too. Listener Moshe on our app says that the Rebbe told him, meaning Rabbi Sachs, to not only be a rabbi, but that he had the potential to be a rabbi's rabbi. It's interesting that officially he really did become a rabbi's rabbi on paper, and certainly, as I described his leadership and his global leadership earlier, he certainly became a rabbi's rabbi. Yeah, I mean, the, there's a whole history to that. Um, the Rebbe was alluding to the fact that, that he would become a chief rabbi. Right. Um, and from what I believe, I, I recall him saying that the, the protocol of uh, the uh, United Synagogue was that, you know, whilst you were a congregational rabbi, sort of that position was, was, was not available. And somehow he managed to, they, he, he, they bent some rules and was able, were able to navigate things such that he should go from being a congregational rabbi and teaching in Jewish college. The was also saying that he should be training rabbis, a rabbi's rabbi, he should be teaching in Jewish college, training rabbis how to speak, you know, how to convey Torah in a, in a contemporary, meaningful, relevant way. So... You know, um, the Rebbe changed the trajectory of his life and clearly saw in him someone of enormous, enormous um, potential and impact. And he, you know, we look at his life and we say he, he absolutely lived up to it, like you said. He was one of the greatest ambassadors of the Jewish people to 
the world at large and and, and an inspiring figure to the Jewish world. So he's a, he's a once in a generation figure. And so, but as soon as he passed away, um, I thought to myself, you know, I'd really like to do something wow. to, um, to, you know, to, to share his legacy in a way that it hasn't been shared. Music is there's no song like this out there, and so that's that was the genesis of this project. The number, or I should say, the title rather of the song could have been a number of different themes. Why it's never too late? <laughs> you know, you're you're <laughs> you're touching on uh, you're touching on a very very valid point. That actually, this is a third title. First, I was going <laughs> to call it Shine. <laughs> yeah. And then I was calling then, then the, the arranger Yitzi Berry, who was just oh, incredible. he's great. I mean. Just the arrangement yeah. he did for this song is off yeah. the charts. You know, he thought it should be love and care. Um, and then, you know, once I recorded it with the with the with the the amazing Shlomo Simcha, um, this line just you know it just seemed to be the most the punch the the punchline of of the song. And I said, okay, we're just we're just going to go with that. That's just what my gut told me then, and that's what we went with. Well, it's pretty amazing, and frankly, uh, somebody like Rabbi Sachs, who experienced you know a couple of twists and turns before he settled in uh, to his position, I guess he would have agreed that it's never too late. Uh, people can always grow. People can always uh, decide that their uh, potential and goals, uh, you know, can can be ever changing. Uh, never too late for any of those things, especially when serving the one above and serving the community here. Uh, globally, as he did so brilliantly. Uh, the song is in memory and tribute to uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. It is uh, done by uh, Rabbi Ruvi New with Shlomo Simcha. I'm assuming the Shlomo Simcha partnership is simply you wanted a great singer with you. Would that be accurate? Um, a couple of things. First of all, a great singer, which he is, extraordinary, extraordinary voice. Certainly is. Uh, but I also, frankly, was looking for someone English. I I, I wanted ah. some, had an even more personal right. um, connection than I. And as soon as I called Shlomo, told him about it. He 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 jumped at it, and he said, "You know, I was at the first kiddush that Rabbi Sachs um, sponsored when he became a community rov." Wow! So, wow! That's he cool. really, you know, he took to that very. So I, I really wanted someone that had a real personal connection, and so and Bashko, the amazing the Kashkocha protest is that I called him about it, and he said, you know, by the way, I'm I'm going to be in Boca Raton next week. Uh, he's actually moving here, and um, so we were able to record together. We were able to record the video together. Um, it was just. A, you know, just very, very providential. Amazing, and now you've given me another great topic to discuss with Shlomo Simcha the next time he's on, because that's pretty cool that he was there, you know, the very first Shabbos that Rabbi Sachs served as a community rabbi, and uh, certainly gives him a long-time connection uh, uh, to the great rabbi. Um, uh, the song is available. Tell me, Rabbi New, how can people get this and put it in their iTunes library? Well, it's it should be available... Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem okay. uh, in iTunes. We're uploading it today. It probably takes about 24 hours to uh, to get there. Okay. And then on all the you know YouTube and all of the and uh, all the places that people go to for music streams and uh, and so on, it should be you know blasted out everywhere. Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, okay. of course. Uh, and then on our website, which is stormtheworldproject.com, you can see the video there. You can download the song there. Uh, tomorrow, Mr. Shem, stormtheworldproject.com. Stormtheworldproject.com is the website, stormtheworldproject.com. And I'm assuming you have 
two goals here. One is to get the message across to everybody, and the second, which is really beautiful, is to you keep everybody focused on just how great Rabbi Sachs was and uh, the messages, how important the messages were that he transmitted during his lifetime. And as you pointed out, that he continues to transmit even though he's gone. Yeah, it's uh, you know the uh, in today's today's Hayyim Yom it actually talks about the Aliyah on the Shem of of the of the tzaddikim every single day. The tzaddikim mainline manucha they have no rest not in this world not in the next world. You know they continue to. Uh, to go from strength to strength, and, and in this particular case, you know he's still producing Torah. Um, yeah. So we're truly seeing the the chayil Yeah. Where where are you? Uh, you you have a Chabad house in uh, in Boca. What's the what's the uh, story down there? Are you an official shliach down there? How does it work? I uh, yes, I do have a Chabad house. Where is that? In Boca itself. Uh, I'm in Boca Raton. I'm on the east side of Boca, which is right by the water. It's called uh-huh. Boca Beach Chabad. Go to bocabeachchabad.com. Uh, we have a beautiful Chabad house here and, uh, and a, a growing community. And uh, I invite you and all of your listeners to come and uh, come and visit us. Actually, we have visitors from all over uh, the Tri-State area, from Lakewood, from Muncie, from Williamsburg, uh, from all over. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, kibbutz galis, and it's great to, you know, to spend Shabbosim with uh, people from different communities who come. A little made, a little made, people learn, people share. Um, it's it, it's really beautiful. To, well, it's, a, it's a place that you can really uh, you know share with quality Israel. Well, everyone else in the New York area is heading down to Boca, so or that <laughs> or, or that area at least. So maybe we'll do the same. Uh, Rabbi Ruvi, do a first of all a chag sameach to you as Shavuos is approaching, and uh, big yeshikoach on the brand new song. Uh, best regards to Shlomo Simcha. Great effort and a wonderful execution by both of you on this tribute to Rabbi Sachs. It's called It's Never Too Late, everybody. We're going to play it right now, and it officially becomes available to the world uh, tomorrow. You can actually visit the website, stormtheworldproject.com. Big yeshikach to you, and congratulations on the song and the release. Thank you, Rabbi Nachum, and thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'd like to wish you and all of your listeners uh, a, uh, a a good yontiv. Tomorrow, tonight's Rishchidosh Sivan, yep. and we should have... We should all be mekabel the Torah, receive the Torah b'simcha or b'pnimius. And I think you do a lot to bring the simcha into the world, and then we just have to internalize it. So thank you for doing your shalichas so beautifully. Appreciate that very, very much. Wow, thank you. Rabbi Ruvi New, he's down in Florida. The brand new song is called It's Never Too Late. You're listening to JM in the AM. He says nobody finds themselves in a situation. You put yourself in a situation. And if you put yourself in that situation, you can put yourself in another situation. That moment changed my life. It's the most daring, moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory of a mission to uphold. Mm, And you're essential to this story. A letter in its sacred scroll. And it's not just allegory. When you embrace your place and roll You never find yourself in a situation That you cannot undo So let your letter shine unto the nations Be proud to be a Jew Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care And it's never Ever too late For any Jew Anywhere 
was a holy letter, every family word, a community, a sentence, each voice it must be heard. And to the letters that rose up in smoke, we must do more than say never again, and be the eternal letters of hope for our children and for them. You never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letters shine unto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and care. I know it's never, never. Any Jew, any Jew, anywhere. Hey! He said to himself, if the Nazis search out every Jew in hate, we will search out every Jew in love. There's a home we must build together. To heal a fractured world The dignity of difference We must treasure In our deeds And in our words Live with faith in our future Be the leader you were born to be And the day will come much sooner When we'll all live Never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo. So let your letters shine onto the nations. Be proud to be a Jew. Because we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and Anywhere. It's never too late. Pretty amazing message, huh? I would say so. Never too late. It's brand new. Ruby New Shlomo Simcha. Song dedicated to the memory of Rabbi Sachs. Here at JM in the AM. Oh. I'll tell you what a morning this has been. Uh, it's Yom Chevron, the day that follows Yom Yerushalayim. It is Yom Chevron, and I hope that everybody out there has an opportunity to again, like you, like you agreed to do yesterday, tell your congregation, tell your students, tell your children, tell your grandchildren about how important a day today is, just like yesterday, in modern Jewish history. Spread the word. We are taking these days way too much for granted. And I would think, I would think that as we've gone through this pandemic, and those of us in the diaspora are so much more disconnected from Yushalayim and Hebron than we are normally, I would think it would make us long for it even more. 
and make sure to say the appropriate um, prayers or at least not to say certain prayers even more. But it doesn't work out that way for some reason. Uh, Just, you know, people forget. People forget about how important these uh, these cities are to our tradition, to our heritage. And now these cities, Yerushalayim, Hebron, and others, are under the um, terrible threat of the enemy. Cities in Israel like Ashdod and Ashkelon have been hit very hard. Cities near the Gaza Strip hit very hard. Towns and villages near there hit very hard. And we're hoping that everybody... Uh, starts to focus on areas like those and increase our prayer, increase our Tehillim, increase our attention as we pray that the IDF and the IAF is able to deter and defeat the enemy. Um, difficult times, and just when you think that there's some peacefulness to celebrate, we realize that uh, the enemy never rests. And that makes things even more difficult for our brothers and sisters in Israel, especially the children and uh, those who are serving on the front lines in both the uh, IDF and the IAF. On this Yom Kippur Katan, let us make sure to increase our tefillah, increase our, our prayer as we keep in mind our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh. We'll say Yalav Yavo tonight. We will say Hallel and all the other traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. It's a one-day Rosh Chodesh. Day 44 in the counting of the Omer. If you got the count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Rabbi Spiro joins us tomorrow. The brand-new book from Art Scroll is entitled The Prayer of Protection, The Soul and Stories of of Yoshev Beseser. Rabbi Spiro joins us tomorrow here at JMDAM. Remember, when you order that brand new book or anything from artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. Major discount and free shipping when you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Keep that in mind. Um... Also, um... LivingTehillim.com, LivingTehillim.com. We had uh, Mrs. Rifka Siegel on earlier. She's the author, Living Tehillim. 20% discount if you use promo code radio right now on the brand new book, volume number four, and I think on the other one as well. Um, 20% off if you use promo code radio at um, LivingTehillim.com. So keep that in mind. Thursday, we visit Livingston, New Jersey. Thursday morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Again, Thursday morning between 6 and 9 a.m. We'll be uh, presenting JM in the a.m. from Congregation 8 Chaim under the leadership of Rabbi Klibanoff in Livingston, New Jersey. We'll be visiting a prominent and ever-growing community in New Jersey. Join us between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Thursday morning. Then Thursday at 11 a.m., Thursday at 11 a.m., we're in Lakewood, New Jersey, where apparently there's destination dining. We'll be at Deluxe Bistro. Lawrence Margolin is our host. Deluxe, D-L-U-X, D-L-U-X Bistro. You could look it up. 
Destination Dining in Lakewood, New Jersey. We'll be there 11 until 1 for a Thursday live lunch. This coming Thursday right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network. And of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, Rabbi Spiro joins us. Also, Habitachonistim. Habitachonistim are going to join us. We'll find out their perspective on protecting the state of Israel. That's tomorrow on Rosh Chodesh here at JM in the AM. Keep in mind, today's Yom Chevron. Share that with your congregants, your children, your grandchildren. Share it with everybody you know. Today's Yom Chevron. Today's JM in the AM. Dedicated to the memory of Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef. Ilan Naftali ben Noach Yosef. And my thanks to listener Nachum for sponsoring today's show in his memory. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.